Bush and Ritchie with Home Time and uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast that's about to ensue. Uh, I am right now... See what you think about this. I've concocted uh, a dinner myself tonight. I've made it. You've you've prepared it? Or what, what level of preparation? I have prepared it just yet. You've as, bought it? As in, I've bought the ingredients. I don't think anyone's put these ingredients together ever before. Talk us through the menu. Tempura fried chicken. Interesting start. Long grain rice. Mm. Um, chopped up red pepper. Okay. Hoisin sauce. It, it's go. It's going to go one or two ways. You know when you've got like a meal that oh that's definitely a, that's a Chinese meal, and then the other bit be like it's nearly a Chinese meal. Now uh, the downside of this is obviously um, normally Natalie's really really good at uh, knowing when I get off the train and trying to make sure that we can all sit down and eat quickly together when I get in. Wow, it's like The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> it's wonderful, you know. But, but tonight, because this is my concoction, yeah. it's all on me. So she's, she's distanced herself from it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell her what to do because I'm creating... How do you think it's going to go? I, well, is she going to have it as well or will she have already eaten? She's having it as well. Oh, wow, this is high stakes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> the I, rice worries me. I don't I know must, why. I must admit, with, uh, with just about an hour or so to go in real time, I mean, obviously, when you guys listen to this, you won't really care. You probably don't. Don't right put yourself now. down. Don't put yourself down. But I'm actually beginning to be a little bit worried about it. Well, I tell you what, even if you're not remotely interested in the remainder of this show, and that is your God-given divine right, by Jingo, are you tuning in at the start of tomorrow's podcast to find out how we got on? Because that's how it's going to start. This is home time. We hope you're having a good Wednesday. Uh, as you all know, I live in Leon C in Essex, and everyone was chuffed there last week because you probably saw this. Essex was voted number one sexiest accent in the United Kingdom. What an achievement. What an achievement that is. And, you know, I like Essex people. They're a good laugh. They like a party and stuff like that. They deserve it. Here, here's the, the top ten, if you missed it. Essex at number one. Northern Irish at number two, Glaswegian number three, Queen's English at number four, uh, Mancunian fifth, the Scousers are at sixth, uh, seventh place for the Geordies, South Welsh Valleys at number eight. Uh, there's lovely. Uh, number nine was Yorkshire and number ten was Cockney. Uh, and you know, the weird thing is, it's a conflicting list for me because I spent the previous 15 years in Bristol and yeah. the West Country gets no mention in it. Doesn't there. feature at all, does it? Which is a bit of a nightmare. Uh, my partner, Katie, is a Geordie. She felt that Geordie should have been at least top five, not in seventh place. So uh, the vibe that we're getting here at Home Time HQ is that a lot of people have had their noses put out of joint by this list. Uh, I mean, the, the big question is, were you asked in a survey? It's a strange one, isn't it? You know, the, the survey got talked about a lot, but I, I don't remember being asked about it, stopped about it. I didn't see a pamphlet come through the door. Were you having your tea? Got a phone call and asked if you got a couple Nothing of minutes to do all. a voice or We all heard about the census. We didn't hear about this, did 100%. We? So, look, we just want to put it right. We want to give people a chance for a recount uh, and to do this accent list uh, and give it justice, you know what I mean? So, uh, we've got a good phrase for you that we want you to say. Yes. Now, I did well at uh, Science GCSE. Any experiment, you have to have a control. So, yes. if people are going to call up, demonstrate their accent, you've got to say the same thing. So, we'd like you to call and say, home time with Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. They're my boys. Okay. Would you say that you and I are both classified as Queen's English? I don't know where you're going with that for a second. <laughs> uh, I feel like... I say we both moved around a bit. Yeah. So we've not got like proper accent. We haven't got like an accent of anywhere, have we? Do you know what I mean? I don't, I, it's not one that I would discern. No. I don't know what Queen's English is, though. I mean, Queen, Queen's English for me sounds a bit like ring a ding ding. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, well I'd speak say. for yourself. I mean, I'd say that's what I did have. Step up and represent your area right now. Let's go to the phones. Who we got on the line? Hi, it's Peter. Hello, Peter. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from North Devon. 
who didn't get a mention on the list. Are you? We were talking about this yeah. just before the show, right? It sounds like your pips are running out in the background there, Pete, mate. Are you West Country or are you Devonshire? What are you going to be representing before we get to your phrase? Well, Devonshire, I suppose. I can talk. I can talk Devonshire if you like. I can talk as much as you like. Are you making this call from prison? <laughs> it genuinely sounds like you're making. I, I, the... I don't know what. What is this noise that's going on there? Okay, <laughs> Richie, give him the phrase. Let's do this. Home time with Bush Home and Richie. They're, oh well, he's going <laughs> he's with it. He's gone too early. <laughs> it's because the pips are running out. Go for it, Pete. Home time with Bush and Richie. They're my boys. They is. I like that <laughs> flourish at the end. <laughs> Very good flourish. Right, registered. Thank you, Pete. Home time. Who's this? Hello. What's happening? Hey, how's it going, mate? It's Bush and Richie here from uh, Home Time. Where are you calling from? I'm currently calling from Carlisle, but we're on our way back to sunny Newcastle. Right, OK. okay. Uh, so you're looking to represent a, a, a Geordie or Cumbrian accent? Definitely not the Cumbrian. We're representing the Geordies. OK, great. Because um, you guys came seventh in the list, so you feel like you can get a little bit higher up the list with this? Definitely. Right, Home Time with Bush and Richie there, my boys. That's the phrase. Go for it. But you want to see it? Yeah, go on, take yes. it away. Do you want to see it? You say it. Home, you say, home time with Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. Home time with Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. Yeah. <laughs> Always a bit of a hug at the end. OK, thank you. That's been noted. Now, for it to be a proper, decent experiment, we need to represent some more accents, so let's speak to some more right now. Who's this? Hi, it's Neil from Edinburgh. Neil, right. Uh, you're... So, Glaswegian got mentioned in the top ten. Edinburgh didn't. Home time with yeah. Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. Take it away, Neil. Home time with Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. I like it. It's like some kind of cool lecturer about it with uh, uh, corduroy trousers. Glaswegian and the t- uh, third at all. We just can't have that at all. There's too much a rivalry between Edinburgh and Glasgow. So you feel that with what you've done right now, and it's a wonderful piece of work, you've put Edinburgh higher up the list than the people of Glasgow right now on the sexist accents? Well, it, it's got to be. It's the capital of Scotland. I mean, it's, it's that for a reason, definitely. Oh, <laughs> OK, it's out there. Cheers. Hello, home time with Bush and Rishi. Who's this? It's Kyle. Kyle! How are you, Kyle? Where are you calling from? Yeah, not bad. Uh, Glasgow. Right. We've just had someone from Edinburgh uh, claiming to be way above uh, your neck of the woods, Kyle. (laughs) So, home time with Bush and Richie. They're my boys. It's your time to fight back. Go for it. Home time with Bush and Richie. They're my boys. Oh, it's underplayed. It's understated. I kind of like it, you know. It's got to be beyond the Edinburgh. It's got to be beyond the Edinburgh. (laughs) It's about to break out into a fight. Let's move on. (laughs) Final say on the sexiest accents of 2021, the top ten with Lana. Uh, So I'm originally from Hertfordshire, uh, Hertford in Hertfordshire. Is that, is that your neck of the woods, Richie? It's very much my neck of the woods. I'm just down the road uh, in, in where? A comic, uh, comically named oh, place. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you yeah, go. And you, you don't, in, in looking at the list here, you, you, uh, Harpershire doesn't actually chart at all in the top ten accents, sexiest accents in the United Kingdom. How do you feel about that? Terrible. Absolute travesty. We 100% have got a lovely accent. Ethics is all common and everything, but oh. we've got a nice little farmer twang. People just starting wars, just want yeah. the world to burn in this first hour of home time. <laughs> you see, I understand what Lana's saying, though, because, of course, Essex and Hertfordshire share a border. So yeah. you're very much being told that you live close by, but you're not anywhere near the people who are at number one. This is it. I feel yeah, like it's exactly. slightly divisive this evening. We want to bring people together. So come on then, uh, Lana. The phrase is, home time with Bush and Ritchie, they're my boys. Give it as best you can. Home time with Bush and Richie. They're my boys. I like that. It's kind of slightly ruffling of the hair mumsy, but in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not too bad, then. <laughs> Cheers, Lana. Bye, bye. 
Now, I nearly lost something today. The, the levels of anxiety that I reached... Uh, Is was... it the poem you did for Frank Skinner earlier on? <laughs> it's not the poem. I've not heard back from Frank yet. I don't know it's whether weird, he appreciated it. it. No. Um, no, uh, I was out on the high street earlier today and in my pocket I suddenly realised that I was carrying around with me the Wi-Fi password from the router at home. <gasps> I'd got it out yesterday evening to reset the telly and realised I'd put it in my pocket and suddenly I was out on the high street and thinking, imagine if I lost this right now. This is the only copy of the Wi-Fi password and I'm suddenly losing it on the high street. From the photo I saw you put on social media earlier on, it's one of those ones you get a detachable bit of plastic from the router itself. So exactly. if that goes, it goes. It goes and it's just asking for trouble. So it made me think, and I know this is where it sounds decadent, and I know these things these days are normally only found in cupboards on holiday. I think we need a safe. Why do people not have safes anymore? Where did all the safes go? <laughs> it's a very good question. I think getting one of those little safes at home, three items inside it. This is what I would put inside. Go I want on. people to get in touch. Three items in your life that you would have in a safe at home. Wi-Fi password. Yep. Radiator key. Oh, yeah. You can never find that when you need it. If you know it's in the safe, happy. Brilliant. Spare car keys. All right? I know where my normal ones are, but you know every now and then it's like, where's the spare car keys? I like our spare car keys. They've got a white sticker on them and are kind of not to be used, but I sometimes I take them out with me and it gives me a bit of a buzz. If you know they're in the safe, you're a bit more relaxed. Talk about panic when you've got both sets of car keys on you. Yeah. It's like living on the edge, isn't it? But you could use the safe in the way, you know when you're on holiday and they have them in, the, in hotel rooms in certain places abroad? You don't you don't ever close it, but you just put them in there and it gives you peace of mind, doesn't it? You don't even know what the code point. is. Yeah, no, that's true. But these days we're happy to have pin numbers and all that kind of stuff so i think we'd all be happier about having a safe right three things going in my safe go on my charger right anyone else write their this name on brilliant. their charger this is brilliant my flipping charger with andy written on it yes my everton versus rapid vienna 1985 cup winners cup final program which isn't worth anywhere near what i thought it would be <laughs> and then my nationwide card reader for our house account you know stupid little plastic things yeah if we lose that we have no access to any of our funds there you go i'm always forever losing it those three are going in the safe uh, dave says my 1993 russell athletic jogging shorts interesting my sandals and then it's a toss-up between my pasta maker or vegetable steamer. I think that's an early uh, contender for the weirdest combination so far this evening. What three things are going in your safe? Joel says he'd have three cans of Lynx Africa because you never know when you're going to need it. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> uh, Rachel says in mine, an emergency Oyster card with a tenor on, a packet of balsam pocket tissues and a face mask. Wow, that's an interesting curveball, isn't it? They're good tissues. Uh, Eloise, what's going in yours? My mop socks. What? Sorry? Which, which are some socks which I wear when I'm mopping that are like a mop on the bottom of my socks. Um, Sorry, we, we, we don't know what these are. Are these socks that you can mop with or yeah, socks you wear yeah. when you mop? Um, socks which I can mop with. So, so, why do you just buy a mop? Because it's more fun. So you pour hot water on the floor, for example, with a bit of soap in it, and then you put yeah. some socks on that you then walk or sw oh, swish around oh, with. I've yeah, just done yeah. a quick Google search. Going to retract all the mocking of Eloise. These look amazing. Are these JML beauties or something? They look fantastic. I think so. I've got matching shoes as well. This is unbelievable. Oh, genuinely, Richie and I have never, never been aware of these things before in our life. It's an absolute game changer. You turn, swerve on the show, don't really want to hear about your other two items, just want to talk more about mop socks. And what do you do when you finish, like, you know, sliding around your own kitchen with these socks on? I just put 
put them on the radiator to dry. Oh, that's a bit musty, isn't it? I surely wash them. Sometimes. Well, since you're on, what are the other two items that you would put in your safe? Um, my lighter, because they always go missing. OK, right. And my fancy hot chocolate. What's your fancy one? Options? Just like, yeah, just like the expensive stuff. Oh, I thought you were asking them for two or three different oh. ones. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Eloise, you're not case. You're Great welcome. to speak to you. Take care. Yep, thank you. Uh, Gemma in Essex says, I do actually have a safe with three items in it. Oh, wow. This is interesting. She's a safe owner. My marriage certificate. Okay. A copy of my marriage certificate. And a key that I got when I moved into my house 14 years ago. I still don't know what the key is for, but what sort of lunatic would throw a key in the bin? Doke the decorator says, Afternoon, Bush and Richie. The three things I'd stick in the safe are the boys' Xbox and Switch and their mobile phones, and hopefully get a conversation out of them. Uh, we've got Gary on the line. You actually own a safe, don't you, Gary, mate? Yep, I do. Right, and what have you... Uh, so, well, let's just get to the bottom of this. When did you first get a safe? And where is it? Not not giving anything away. Uh, it's in... I've, I've got a little office at home, just in my basement, and it, 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 it's in there, and it was... Um, when I moved in and had a company about 15 years ago, I bought it to store money, because occasionally we got paid in cash. Wow. Um, what? But, um, <laughs> and it, it, it stored quite a heavy amount of cash, but that the, those days are behind me. That's that's a shame. Um, so what what's in the safe right now, if that's not a security <laughs> risk of a question? No, not at all. I, I, I've got some jewellery that's been uh, given to me, handed through the family, that, that's intended to go on to particularly my daughter. So there are oh, some, nice. some diamonds and gold. Um, it's no radiator I've, key. I've, no, it really is. You've got no, some no, fancy no, stuff going on in there. I've, I've just come across uh, a Finland Gun Club medal uh, that I won for clay pigeon shooting about 25 years ago. <laughs> right. Um, and and some old theatre tickets from when my daughter did live theatre, um, which wow. I wanted to keep as a sort of keepsake. Fantastic. So you've got some quite nice uh, family heirlooms to be passed on. Yeah. So what do you think about Richie putting his radiator key in his then? <laughs> <laughs> now, you see, I've got a little ceramic pot that is in my Welsh dresser that our radiator key sits in and both my wife and I know exactly where it is. So it turns out I don't need to get a safe, I just need to get a Welsh dresser. OK. And the ceramic pot, don't forget that. Thank you. I'll go on Facebook Marketplace. Nice one, Gary, mate. Good to speak to you. Perfect. Cheers. Wednesday evening's home time show. This is Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Wednesday evening means it's our midweek games night. And to welcome along our new friends from Absolute Radio Country, this week uh, we have themed our weekly games night uh, to country music and celebrating the fantastic song titles that you get with a lot of country music. What have we called the competition again? Country or not. Very simple. Uh, we're just gonna we'll get into the competition in a second. But you've got some great prizes up for grabs here: home time tea towel, home time face mask, home time badge, home time mug, and of course, the signed photo. Uh, let's speak to our contestants. First up, we've got Norman. Norman, where are you calling us from tonight? Uh, calling from Yorkshire, up in Scotland. Is it good weather there, like for you guys it's today? Absolutely beautiful. Is it? Yeah. It's almost like if we have bad weather down here, you have good weather up there. But we can't all have it at the same time. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, don't want to spoil you. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> now and again, you feeling confident tonight? Yes. Good lad. He is very confident. And uh, we've got Annie on the other line. Where are you, Annie? And what's your weather like? 
I'm in Redbourne and it's raining. Well, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> it's because she's not up with Norman in Scotland. Get yourself up to Norman's house and it'll completely change it. Good work. Uh, right, Annie, sit tight because uh, your four song titles are coming in a second. Uh, Norman, you'll have your four first and then we'll see who scored better to pick up the prizes, all right? Okey-doke. Here we are. Right, Norman, is your first song title, is it country or not? How come your dog don't bite nobody but me? Not. Uh, Norman, it was real. Mel Tennis mm-hmm. in 1975. That's a real song title. Unlucky. Next one for you then, Norman. Whose boots have your bed been under? That's real. That is real. It's Shania Twain. Uh, here's your next one. Your cowboy stole my mule. Cancel the rodeo. Not. Uh, indeed, that is fake. First one. Uh, what about this one? Then your final one. She made toothpicks out of the th- the timber of my heart. She made toothpicks out of the timber of my heart. Is that uh, country or not? Not. It's real. Oh. Yeah. Homer Haynes and Jethro Burns, 1962. One out of four for you, Norman, but Annie might draw or, or do even worse. <laughs> so let's find out. Annie, here's your, far, uh, your first song. Country or not, the bottom of the whiskey jar is never the sweetest. Country. It's not. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> Made up. You've got to beat Storm and Norman here. Second one. You're the reason our kids are so ugly. Is that country or not? Oh, see, my name's Annie, not your daddy. Anyway, um, not. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn in 1978. Come on, Annie. You can do this. Okay. Uh, Redneck Martians stole my heart. Is that country or not? Not. <laughs> <laughs> It's real. Mm. Hat Flamingo oh, in 1994. <laughs> oh. You need this one. You need to equal Norman for this, otherwise he gets the prizes, Annie. Here we go, good luck. You okay. gave me a heart attack with your warm cherry pie. Is that country or not? Oh, my gosh. Uh, not... <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> so we have a draw. Tiebreaker. Uh, yes, here's your tiebreak question, uh, which we have asked you guys beforehand, should it go to a tiebreak? So let's let's see how this has gone. Shania Twain's third album, Come On Over, is one of the best-selling country albums of all time. How long is it in minutes and seconds? Norman, you said 46 minutes and 8 seconds? Yeah, roughly. Uh-huh. Annie, you said 75 minutes... The correct duration is 60 minutes and 6 seconds, so just winning is Stormin' Norman. Whoa! Sorry, Annie. Hey, don't worry about it. Uh, It's good to speak to you, man. You've you've not just just got the weather, you've got the Home Time Show prizes as well. Oh, brilliant. Congratulations, T-Tow face mask badge and the mug. And, of course, signed photo! That's the end of the podcast. We've got nothing else to add apart from, as Richie said earlier on, the beginning of tomorrow's podcast. You'll find out how his tempura chicken meal went.